Chapter 4 How Lime Impacts the Body 4a. Pain Reported pain includes headaches, eye pain, neck pain, chest pain, abdominal pain, bladder pain, joint pain, and neuropathy. More recently, Central Sensitization Syndrome, CSS, has been described. Pain medication may not be as effective as when used for other illnesses. Thankfully, their pain often improves upon successfully treating Lyme disease. Topic 1. Lyme Associated with Central Sensitization Syndrome Chronic pain, debilitating fatigue, and heightened sensory disturbances are common in Lyme disease patients. In the article Post-Treatment Lyme Syndrome and Central Sensitization, it is suggested that in some cases, such symptoms may be due to Central Sensitization Syndrome, CSS. Bahia et al., 2013. Central Sensitization Syndrome, CSS, involves changes in the central nervous system, particularly the brain and spinal cord. This syndrome is thought to involve hyperactivation of central neurons, leading to various synaptic and neurotransmitter neuromodulator changes. Bahia et al., 2013. Notably in relation to Lyme disease, infections in general are known to activate central sensitization in some patients, possibly through the release of inflammatory cytokines, Bahia points out. Topic 2. Three Types of Pain in Lyme In the case of Lyme disease, it is likely that all three types of pain are involved to a different extent in any particular patient. Bahia et al., 2013. 1. Peripheral, or nociceptive pain, is caused by inflammation or tissue damage in the periphery. 2. Neuropathic pain results from dysfunction or injury of peripheral nerves, for example, diabetic neuropathic pain. 3. Central, or non-nociceptive pain, is characterized by atypical central nervous system, CNS, sensory processing of pain, for example, fibromyalgia. Central pain leads to diffuse hyperalgesia and allodynia. Allodynia, pain due to a stimulus that does not usually provoke pain, and hyperalgesia, increased pain from a stimulus that usually provokes pain, are prominent symptoms in patients with neuropathic pain. Jensen and Finnerup, 2014. Topic 3. Lyme Presenting as Abdominal Pain in a Boy At age 8, a boy was hospitalized for severe abdominal pain and underwent extensive testing, but the results were negative. His abdominal pain remitted over the next two months. Savasta et al., 2020. One year later, the boy was admitted with learning difficulties, with attention deficit, difficulty speaking, irritability, and difficulty walking due to an ataxic gait. He was diagnosed with abdominal neuroradiculopathy. Additional laboratory and radiological findings confirmed the diagnosis of late Lyme disease. He was treated with six weeks of oral and IV antibiotics. Three months after treatment, the boy's gait and scholastic performance had improved and entirely resolved after one year. Topic 4 a woman with a history of Lyme with pain refractory to treatment.
Lyme disease patients often suffer from ongoing illness following treatment. A study found that 31% of patients remained in significant pain for months after a three-week course of doxycycline to treat an erythema migrans rash. Beck told it all 2017. Researchers describe a 31-year-old woman with post-treatment Lyme disease syndrome, PTLDS, whose pain was refractory to treatment options such as radiofrequency ablation, vitamin infusion therapy, opioid analgesics, and other pharmacotherapies. Her pain began gradually, three years prior and a short time after being diagnosed and treated for Lyme disease. The patient complained of diffuse body pain, 6 to 7 out of 10, fatigue, headache, and brain fog, 7 to 8 out of 10. Hannah et al., 2017. The patient was prescribed off-label ketamine for pain, reducing her pain by 71%. Topic 5. Lyme disease with severe neuropathic foot pain. A 61-year-old woman was diagnosed with stage 2 breast cancer with lymph node metastasis. She underwent a lumpectomy, followed by chemotherapy, radiation, and anti-estrogen treatment. Letrozole. One year later, the woman complained of radicular leg and back pain, followed by a foot drop on one foot and right-sided facial palsy in two weeks. Moreover, she was in severe pain despite narcotics. A spinal tap was performed due to unexplained neurologic findings. Lyme disease tests by blood and spinal fluid were positive. She was diagnosed with Lyme disease and treated with intravenous ceftriaxone for 14 days. As a result, she became pain-free despite her history of severe pain despite narcotics. Topic 6. Lyme Presenting with Severe Neuropathic Pain A 36-year-old man suffered from a chronic pain syndrome associated with post-treatment Lyme disease syndrome, PTLDS. Kari and Bruhl, 2020. The doctors did not offer antibiotic treatment. The patient described severe neuropathic pain in both feet and categorized the pain at a level 10 out of 10, despite treatment with methadone 5 mg every 4 hours as needed. The doctors assumed that the tick-borne infection had resolved and elected not to treat it with antibiotics. Instead, they treated the patient's symptoms. The pain remained severe despite trials of gabapentin, duloxetine, bupropion, and narcotics. Two surgical procedures were performed, which improved the patient's pain. Authors note, I might have retreated with an antibiotic. Topic 7. Lyme disease case with severe pain for nine years. Out of 19 PTLDS symptoms, Nine were especially significant and included fatigue, joint pain, focusing or concentration, muscle pain, memory, finding words, sleep, neck pain, and irritability. The remaining symptoms were paresthesias, tingling sensations, low back pain, headache, photophobia, dizziness, visual clarity, chills, coordination, sweats, fasciculations, muscle twitches, breathing difficulties, urination changes, and nausea, Redmond et al., 2017. Two participants met the criteria for postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, 
POITS, P-O-I-T-S. Results from the physical exam and laboratory testing of our sample of patients with PTLDS did not show a pattern of significant objective abnormalities. However, the most notable exception was the higher rate of diminished vibratory sensation on the physical exam among participants with PTLDS. Topic 8. Lyme Disease Pain After Dental Surgery Despite an uneventful extraction of four molars, a woman complained of severe widespread pain. Her pain medication list was extensive. The woman's oral pain was minor, while her main issue was overall body pain. Lim and Kinjo Lim, 2018. Although the physicians used a multimodal pain regimen during surgery, they could not prevent her Lyme disease symptoms from recurring after surgery. Finally, the patient's pain became so severe that she was transferred to the intensive care unit, ICU. A multimodal pain regimen was used for two days that include ketamine infusion, acetaminophen, ketorolac, oxycodone, and hydromorphone. Lim and Kinjo Lim, 2018. Author's Note it would be reasonable to revisit the woman's PTLDS clinical history to determine whether she was adequately treated for her infection. Topic 9. Complex Regional Pain Syndrome, CPRS, from Lyme. A review from Ragmore Hospital in the UK discussed autonomic dysfunction due to infectious diseases. Complex Regional Pain Syndromes, CRPS, and reflex sympathic dystrophy, RSD, with regional sympathic hyperactivity have also been reported in some patients with Lyme disease, Artal 2017. CRPS is characterized by considerable pain, allodynia, hyperalgesia, edema, trophic changes of the skin and muscles, and pseudomotor disorders. Artal discussed a case first described by Sebank et al., 2002. A 46-year-old man reported increasing pain and swelling in his left foot. The pain eventually caused his leg to become dysfunctional. Even the slightest contact with the skin of the affected area caused the patient unbearable pain. Sibank and Lesnikar, 2002. The man improved after four weeks of intravenous ceftriaxone. Topic 10. Fatigue and Cognition from Central Sensitization Syndrome Fatigue and cognitive impairments are prominent features of central sensitization syndrome. Patients with post-treatment Lyme disease syndrome, or chronic Lyme disease, often have persistent insomnia and fatigue. While fatigue can have a central or peripheral origin, central fatigue often has the significant correlate of cognitive impairment. 